Welcome back to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast where one of the hosts didn't know how a library works when he was trying to find a book last week. He had to call me and I had to explain how the alphabet works. It is the Never Words podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined as always by my brother, Tim. And Tim, the question everyone wants to know, did you find the book? Uh, no, I didn't. They didn't have it. Oh, check or out. I looked in the... No, they just didn't have it. Did you use the Dewey Decimal System? I used the Dewey Decimal System. Your I didn't know it was alphabet. Your library doesn't have computers? I looked it up. Well, Kate looked it up. We also had a little trouble with the spelling of the name, so it might be in there. Wickersham? It's, it's spelled exactly like it sounds. I'm just saying. Wicker? Like a Is it the only book he's ever written? I think it's his first one. He's an ESPN reporter. Okay. Anyway... For the for the general public, you called me asking the name of the book, and then you're like, oh, I can't see it. And I'm like, it's in the W's. And you're like, what? And I had to explain it that the at a library, the, the books are listed by alpha, alphabetically by la, uh, the last name of the author, and that blew your goddamn mind. <laughs> I mean, maybe I just didn't look hard enough. Yeah, I'd give it another shot. Or I couldn't find anybody with the last name W. So, did you like wrap around the shelf? They only oh. have one little section for sports books. Oh, uh, well, maybe it was in the newer stuff because it kind of just came out. But it's popular, you know. I looked it up. They don't have it. Wasn't Anyways. checked out. They just don't carry that book. Well, uh, then they tried maybe... to gouge us for seventy dollars. It's a library. Why, why wouldn't you bring stuff back? Huh? What are what what seventy dollars for what? The membership. What? Yeah. Libraries are free. You're residents of the town. We're not residents of Exeter. Oh. Even though we, sh- even though we share a zip code. Well, that seems like that seems like logistics that need to be worked out. Yeah, I'm gonna call my selectman. Yeah, call your selectman or your congressman. Um, right. Tim. Might write a letter the Patriots to made the Patriots made a move, yeah. kind of important move. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, they signed Malcolm Butler back <laughs> as what looks like it could be their top cornerback. You know, I wrote, "Who knows what to think of that signing?" That's very funny. I wrote, "Eh." That's like, actually I wrote "e" with four H's. Yeah, I. He could be one of these guys like Van Noy who he just went, he got paid, he comes back, and he's good. But he sucked for the Titans. He sucked for a long time, yeah. So um, yeah. we th- that's out of the way now. That was the joke. The real move was the Patriots traded a 2023 fifth-round pick for Devontae Parker and a 2022 third-round pick. The picks are or did I mix up the yeah. rounds? It's a third-rounder oh, tra- for – Yeah, they got – this uh, year's fifth rounder. Yes. Yes. Sorry. So they traded away a third round pick in 2023 and they got a 2022 fifth round pick along with Devontae Parker. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the move. I like Devontae Parker. He's not really like a number one. He's their number one receiver, I would assume. Yes. But he's not like a true number one receiver. They're definitely better, so I'm happy. At least they have a wide receiver. 
Right. They got someone that can play outside the numbers. Yes. So that can at least take a a cornerback away from everyone else or or a safety and a corner, depending on how successful he is. But it gives them the guy. He's not Justin Jefferson or Devontae Adams. He's not that. But he could be their number one guy. Like, he if he put up a, a season like Brandon Cooks did yeah. in 2017, I'd be very happy with that. Yeah, he had huge numbers, I think, two years ago. I was looking at him. Yeah, so in 2016 was the only – so this is the rub with him. 2016 was the only season he's played 16 games. And he had 72 catches, 1,202 yards, and nine touchdowns. Yeah. And single-handedly cost the Patriots a bye that year by torching Stephon Gilmore with Ryan Fitzpatrick at the in that last game. Was he hurt last year? He must have been. Uh, or just I'm not. Yeah, he, well, he, he must have been because, like I said, when I looked it up, 2019 was the only year he's played a full season. Yeah. So last year, let's see. He played. He only played ten games. Okay. Uh, but he only played ten games, and here, this is the other thing about him. So he's been hurt. But may I um, run down throughout his career his head coach and quarterback combinations? Sure. 2015, Joe Philbin and Ryan Tannehill. Now, Ryan Tannehill now is a serviceable quarterback, but when the game is in his hands, he's not. When Derrick Henry can run wild on people, he's, like, great on the play action. And then 2016, he has Adam Gase and Tannehill, so that didn't get better. 2017, Adam Gase in a combination of Jay Cutler and Matt Moore started games for the Dolphins. Matt Moore had a big year. 2018, a combination of Ryan Tannehill and Brock Osweiler as starters. 2019, now he has Flores, who we know is a good coach, Mm. and Ryan Fitzpatrick for the full year, and that was his best year because he was healthy. Then he had a com- then he had Flores again with Tua and Fitzpatrick. And then that was 2020 and in 2021 it was Flores with a combo of Tua and Jacoby Brissett. If he can have a steady just Mac Jones play for him, that would be fantastic. Mac Jones play every game and he gets he can stay healthy. I think he'd do good things. Yeah. I think it it's big because he is like a big wide receiver too. Everybody else the Patriots have are all the same build outside of Harry, who's just a tight end now, but like, they're just like thin, fast guys, slot receivers. Like Devonte Parker is a wide receiver. He's six, three, two twenty. He's a big yeah, dude. That's a big guy. I, when I saw this, I was like, okay, maybe it's just, we have seen him beat up on the Patriots a couple times. But if you even look at it at the way the way a lot of people look at football now, like fantasy-wise, he was always someone you wanted. You weren't upset if he was on your team. No, no. But so what that does for me is now you get Parker, Jacoby Myers, or and Kendrick Bourne are those two, three, with Hunter Henry. 
split out. Yeah. Okay. And then a running back? One of their good running backs? Now I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah, and I think it also leads them to drafting a lineman in the first round. Yeah, it seems like that's what they'll do. Uh, unless they – I mean, it's – are we at a point where – and we can talk about this in a later episode as we get closer to the draft. If Nicobe Dean's there, you kind of have to take him, right? Yeah, they don't have any other linebackers. Right. So. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think they expect a lot from Luce this year. Yeah, I'm just worried about Luce. the speed. Well, Luce's fast. Is he, though? Bentley's not fast. Bentley's not. Yeah, I guess Uche. Yeah. Yeah, I. I think if Dean falls, you have to take him. I I mean, I'm sure that this guard from Boston College is going to be good. But, I don't know. You need a linebacker. You need a game-changing linebacker. Yeah. Well, the draft will be a future episode for right now. Uh, my qu- I got a question for you. Is this it? Is Nikhil Harry gone now? He's got to be. I hope they trade him. It makes no sense to keep him. Just don't even don't even trade. Cut him. I don't Right. I'm, He's still on his rookie contract. You're not going to eat too much. It's not it can't be like crazy dead cap. No. Uh I don't know. They they'll probably trade him for like a 6 round pick. Good. Something. But yeah, uh, now now somebody's definitely has to go. Well, that was going to be my next question. Where what do you think this means for Agalor? See, I think Aguilar is tough to move because he's so expensive. They wildly overpaid him. But he could be – like if you have Parker, Aguilar, Bourne, and say either Henry or Jacoby Myers, and that's like your spread, like Aguilar is going to get better matchups. He was going up against number one cornerbacks when he played last year and just getting, you know, shut down. So, he's going up against a two, maybe even a three, if people are more concerned with Bourne. Like, he could have a decent year. Yeah, I saw someone say, don't be surprised if they try and put him in the slot. So, then you put maybe I would be surpri- on the other I would, I would edge. I would be surprised by that. And I, I just do don't, think... where do you put Bourne? So, I mean, if I you're going to have, have four slots. wide receivers... Say you're going four wide receivers and then one of the tight ends in there or just a running back. You could have Bourne on the slot with with Parker on one side and Myers and Aguilar on the other. Yeah. Uh, Myers still isn't signed. He's, oh. a, he's a restricted free agent. Is he really? Yeah. I, I honestly didn't even know that. Um, that's a bummer. I feel like which sucks because he or didn't they? they no, twenty twenty two. He's got a one year, basically four million dollar deal. He's an unrestricted free agent after this year. But they put a second round pick on him or a third round pick. Yeah, maybe. But all all I know is he's on the team. He's signed oh. for this year. Maybe I misunderstood what was happening. Um, what do you where? 
Do you think John U. Smith's role changes at all? Uh, I would hope. I just As think now less John uh, Smith or he could no because when they looks. he would get more looks because when they would start the game by forcing him the ball he had decent games and by I mean the numbers really don't show that but like there was like three or four games where it was like we're gonna get John U. Smith the ball yeah at, in the first quarter and he like would start out off hot but then they just went away from it I also. With saying that, part of me is like, he's just going to be out. There's, you know, there's only one ball, as they say. And Hunter Henry's better than him. Yeah, I just, I'm curious about how he's going to fare if they spread it out. That might help him. If if people were like, John Smith's on the line, he's going to block. Yeah. Now they don't really know. So I looked into I know I broke this down at the at one point last season, but I looked into the the spread numbers again or the formation numbers again. Yep. When they did eleven personnel, one running back, one tight end. Then they had three wide receivers. That's all I did this this time. They did or Mac Jones had a sixty eight percent completion percentage, a one hundred passer rating and 24 touchdowns and nine picks. They got rid of a fullback. I kind of, they got rid of Shaq Mason, who was a really good run blocker. Yeah. Okay. Pass blocker. Maybe they switch. Maybe they're like, okay, maybe we're going to utilize the pass even more and then get big pops and bangs out of the running backs. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be spread. Because um, I think they realized, like, the offense, obviously, like, Belichick has to get keep up with, you know, Kansas City, Buffalo, teams like that. Like, yeah, you can play ball control. But when, like, in that Bills game, the game was over in the first quarter because the Bills scored back-to-back times. Exactly. And, and the Patriots offense couldn't keep up with them. Right. You don't it wasn't like that year they beat the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen. Yeah. Going into nineteen where you they shifted towards more ball control at the end of the year, but when you're playing the Chiefs and you need two touchdowns in fourth quarter and overtime, you had Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. So I would love to see them shift to spreading it out and letting Mac cook. We talked about it last year. He just it's he seems more comfortable when he's spread out and he can kind of survey the defense instead of the dink and dunk thing wasn't I don't know, it just didn't seem to work for him as well. No. And they weren't letting him start. I know we talked about it all I, I talked about it all season. You can't have a quarterback nowadays who doesn't throw his first pass till the second time the offense gets the ball. Yeah. You know, or the, the three and two out plays gate gain two yards and then you have th- third and eight. And it's like, well, now they're just going to pin their ears back. Yeah. So I think they'll spread it out. I mean, but if you look at the coaches, they brought like you have Joe judge back and Patricia, none of their offenses were good. 
No. The Giants had a decent offense, I think, one year with them, but that's just because Saquon had a good year. Yeah, I don't think they're – so we can move on to that. Uh, I put down nothing on the coaching end, and it's just been crickets. They have done nothing to fill the voids of Josh McDaniels or the coaches he took. Yeah. Their special teams coach sucks, too. I don't even know what his name is. The goofy guy? Goofy-looking yeah. fellow? Yeah. They kept him. Worst special teams in the league. Well, maybe that's why they brought Judge back. Um, no. going to no, call him. the plays. The worst special teams in the league was the Packers. That's true. They lost him a chance at the Super Bowl. Um, who do you think calls the plays? I honestly have no idea. I cannot fathom who's going to call the plays. I don't think it'll be Belichick, right? I he said he was gonna have a bigger role, but I don't think he would call the plays. He's never actually I, like called I'm I mean, I'm sure he's called defensive plays. But yeah. I I don't know. I, I can't, think it would just be too much if he's calling the offense. I that's why I wonder if like after the draft they hire someone and then they're like, Okay, this is this is what you got. These are the rookies we got. Go to town. Yeah, I bet it's Patricia. He likes Patricia for some reason. He's a rocket scientist. You oh, know that? my God. But why <laughs> all of a sudden would he call offensive plays? He's I don't supposed know. to be like the defensive wonderkind that Belichick trained. Did where, he, yeah, I don't know. That's where he had I an lean, offensive though. coordinator in Detroit. He wasn't calling plays there. I don't know why he would just. I, I don't know. I think he likes these guys, and they're kind of just like his dudes, and I think they'll kind of stay as like specialists. I don't think they'll be coordinators. Yeah, I just – you think they hire somebody from the outside? I don't, I don't think they hire somebody from the outside. But the thing is, is Who's like they have coach? coaching vacancies that they haven't – there is space for them to hire people. The quarterback coach went with McDaniels. Oh, so they don't have a quarterback coach either? No. Joe Judge is listed. As a quarterback's coach? Yeah. Oh, God. So, I don't know. <laughs> so, Maybe it leans towards Judge. Judge calling the plays. So, I mean, there's a few guys. Like, there's Ivan Fears has 31 ex- years experience, and he's the running back's coach. Maybe him? I don't know. I Troy Brown? Wide receiver and kick returners coach. I don't think Troy Brown's calling any plays. Tim, he played corner and wide receiver in the same game. We, we're undecided on what's going to happen there, but right now we will take a quick break, and then we'll talk about uh, the Celtics season wrapping up and, uh, you know, going into the playoffs, Timmy. Here we go. All right, Tim, we're back, and the Celtics have three games left. The playoffs are coming up. And we didn't get to talk about uh, Rob Williams tearing his meniscus. That sucks. It just... it. I didn't expect their defense to take such a blow. Like, I knew he was good. But the whole game is different now when you watch him. Even the Even win, offensively. But even the win they had... So they just smoked the Wizards. They played a good... T- 
team in one before them. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on it. I should really have this stuff up as I'm... Uh, but anyways, it was a good team, and they ended up winning, and it was like, God, it just felt different. Yeah. They won the game. Oh, well, no, not even a good team. It was Indiana. Yeah, I was going to say it's the Pacers. Yeah, in the pace. First of all, the Pacers, Hawks, Pistons. Charlotte. And the Hornets. Oh, my God, they gave them fits all year. Yeah. Those teams aren't good. No, I not oh god, I'm so glad they're all behind them. For some uh, reason, the, the Hornets aren't quite behind them. Oh, I I knew the, the Hornets Hawks are the, the seventh seed, I think. Oh, see, I thought that was the Hawks. Maybe they're the eight. Well, they're right here. no, they're the nine, so they're playing in the tournament. Right, right nine, nope. Ten plays. The nine. Hornets will play the the Nets, but the Hawks are the eighth seed. Yeah. Now, over a, the course of a f- seven-game series, I trust the Celtics against either of those teams. It's just like those one game. One game, it's like three thirty on a Sunday, and it's like, why isn't this game a twenty-point game? Yeah, you smoked everyone else. But uh, back to Rob Williams, it just totally felt different. And like you said on the offensive end, it was like, ah, he's just he's just there to clean stuff up and get lobs. It's so nice. Yeah, that lob I think is a huge part. Like of the, not like a huge part of the offense, but it just, it seems to get everybody going. Like when they make a nice defensive play and he hustles down and they throw a lob to him, like it just gets everybody going. Yeah. And he has a lot of those with putback dunks too. Yeah. He'll, someone will miss and you're like, oh, well shit. But he's just right there for a putback dunk. And you're like, all right, totally save the possession. But nobody, the issue is nobody's scared of Daniel Tice. No. And they're going to go right at them. They just, I mean, it was when they played the Heat, it just seemed like Butler, all these guys, Butler, Hero, all these, they just drove every time. Yeah. Like the Celtics played them close. And I mean, they probably should have won that game. They wound up losing, I think, by eight. But that eight points was in the last two minutes where it was like free throws and Celtics shooting three. So it wasn't really like an eight point loss. But yeah. The defense is just. it sucks, but I do think they'll kind of not have any trouble in the first round. I think they're that good, especially Tatum right now. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know. He's supposed to be back. Not saying he's going to, you know? It could yeah, be four I... weeks, and he could be tested out and be like, no, I can't. And if you're well, going that... up against the Bucks without him, forget about it. Giannis will score 40 every night. Yeah. Um, I was reading something that said it, at a minimum it's two weeks. Right. The thing that. But they don't know. Then it's about like how they don't know how it's going to heal until right. two weeks is up. The thing is, is the playoffs don't start for a while. They start the 16th. So if you figure today is the fourth, he's that's, been out for a week, or he had a surgery that's a week ago. Twelve more days, almost two weeks. That now you're talking like three weeks there. So say the Celtics go to a five or six game series, you're probably at about five weeks. Yeah, I mean he should definitely be there for round two, I would think. 
I was just trying to think though. Somebody was just out for like a really long time because of meniscus. I just saw it on TV today. Like he had a meniscus and it just wasn't healing right. There's a there's like three things that can happen to surgery. It's like you shave it, like stitch it together or remove it. And he had the kind of tear where they were able to shave it, I think. So that's the least, like, worrisome. Okay. But what, what, this is just a long-ass way of saying they kind of need him back or they, they won't be going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I, they could win two rounds, depending on the matchups. So that brings us to our next point. We the Celtics have Chicago and Milwaukee on a back to back. I think Wednesday and Thursday night, and then they end the season at Memphis. All these games are on the road. Tough, uh, tough way to end the year. Yeah, right now they sit, I think, a half game up in the for the number two seed over Milwaukee. But also, they are only – well, no. So, they're locked into two, three, or four. One, yeah. two, three, or four. One's an outside chance, but one, two, three, or four. Where do you th- think they'll end up? It's kind of tough to say because who knows who plays in those last three games. Um, I think they'll end up in the three. That's kind of where I'm leaning. I feel like I I don't think they can sweep this last. These last three games, and that's what they would have to do. The way I'm looking at it is I feel like Wednesday will be a win against the Bulls. Thursday will be a loss on a back to back against the Bucks. That will slide the Bucks depending on what else they have. But I feel like that would slide the Bucks into number two and then. Everyone in their mother will be out on Sunday. On both teams, like the the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies locked into a spot. The Grizzlies right now are locked into the number two seed. Yeah, so Morant's not going to play. Morant's hurt. He's been, or they're, he or he has one of those injuries where they were like, you know, if we can just squeak to. out like three more wins, then we're going to lock up the two seed, and you're just we're going to shut you down. And bring you back for the playoffs. But no one's going to play. Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. aren't going to play. No. Tatum and Brown and Smart and Horford aren't going to play. That was rough watching that game with the Raptors game. With no Brown and no Tatum. Just watching them just flop around. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch it. And I watched the NBA, high, like the 10-minute highlight package they put together. It was just, I don't know. No one was playing. Yeah, nobody was you know? playing. I mean, Siakam played for that. Like, the Raptors played everybody, but. Okay, um, so who, say, we both think they'll end up the three seed. If you look at the other end of the standings there, six, six right now is Chicago. Seven, the seven-eight game would be Cavs and Hawks. That's. 
not com- nothing nothing in the play-ins locked in yet. So, who would you who do you want to see in the first round? The Cavs. Yeah. I mean, they're just now, not they're not ready. My to... ideal situation and this might sound crazy is the Celtics drop to the 4 seed. They play the Bulls, the Bulls, and then they play the Heat, and you avoid Philly and Milwaukee. That's what I really want to happen. Yeah. I just feel I... like the Heat are kind of primed right now to lose early in the second round. And, and, and the Heat don't have what's going to kill you. I mean, they, they can drive and all that, but like Embiid is going to destroy Daniel Tice. Destroy him. So that's the thing is if, and so if Rob honest. Williams isn't back, Embiid or Daniel Tice already has three fouls on Embiid. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> so so that's just – that's why I want them to fall there and then you only have to face Embiid or Giannis in the Eastern Conference Finals. And if you, you have, have Rob been. Williams back by then, now you could be rolling. Yeah. I also, I mean, I'm not that impressed by Philly. They might be imploding. They very much, very Doc may Rivers well just imploding. called out James Harden. Like, they're just going to fall apart. Right. And then James Harden's going to make, like, $50 million on some sad sack team next year. But right now, I would, I'm just afraid that you'd go, um, Embiid would go nuclear. And then yeah. that's scary. But the team I'm most worried for them to face is the Bucks, who they would be a second round matchup if they were the two three. Then you have a gimpy Rob Williams going up against Giannis and Brooke Lopez is back. Yeah, the Bucks are probably the worst matchup for him. I I just don't know who would stop Giannis. I think a healthy Rob Williams, which sucks because this is, I feel like you would be healthy in the Eastern Conference Finals. If they could get there, Yeah, I like their chances in the East against anyone if Rob Williams is healthy. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I guess I agree with that. I get Giannis is the best player in that series. Then it's Tatum. And then... Middleton and Holiday are really good, but are they better than Brown? Would you put Brown above Middleton and Holiday or just equal to them? I would put Brown above and then go Holiday, Middleton. Guess yeah, but smart. every like three games, Drew Holiday just like can't hit a shot. Yeah, I mean, I would say he's the third best player on their team. You know, Marcus yeah. Smart does the same shit. Right, but no one's looking at Marcus Smart like those two. Although, this is something I've thought of. I heard a few people kind of mention it, and I was like, maybe it's true. Maybe he he's never been able to shoot. Maybe he needed the ball in his hand to kind of be like, let me run the show and set up people for shots. Yeah. And if I get shots, I'll shoot them. 
because he's still not afraid to shoot threes. But I don't know. He had always said his whole life he played point guard in high school, point guard in college, and then off ball guard once he got to the NBA. Yeah. So him being, you know, what like traditionally is called a shooting guard, but now it's just another wing player, but he doesn't have the ball in his hands. He's not a shooter. He's not a drive and score at the basket guy. No. So maybe he needed the ball in his hands, and he obviously has good vision. Yeah, I also think, like, Tatum brings the ball up more than Marcus Smart does. I think the idea of a point guard is just kind of – it's not like Chris Paul, who's the best player – maybe he's not the best player on his team, but, like, Paul brings the ball up. Paul – that team's that good because they have Chris Paul. You know what I mean? Like but I'm just saying everything. it's not like Marcus Smart is running offense every possession. No, no, it's he has the ball in his hands more than he used to, but they're just calling him a point guard. Right. But I, all I'm saying is him not like standing there watching Isaiah Thomas or Kyrie or Kemba. Yeah. Seems to be working. If he can just bring it up and then kind of get into an offense, maybe that's the type of player he needed to be. So, I, we both talked about how bad we wanted him traded in the off season and leading up and all the way to the trade deadline. Now I'm like, I don't know. Chemistry's good. I, I kind of like him. it. Huh? I'd still trade him. Well, I mean, depending on what would be available. Yeah. I um. They talked a lot about it on yesterday, um, the Bradley Beal thing. I just don't understand it. Who is still talking about that? That is he. he <laughs> That's is, what the the announcers were talking about. It. Oh yeah, they were like, yeah. I just don't. It, it wouldn't make Tim, sense. Tommy's dead. I said Scalabrini. Oh, I thought you said Tommy. <laughs> um, no, that's that's gone. He is. He's the type of player Tatum and Brown are. He's not a facilitator. Yeah. They need a point guard. Like they a real need one. Someone that is just I'm surprised I'm even saying this that is kind of like the way Smart is on offense where he's like if I'll get us into stuff, I'll take the open shot, but if I get us into stuff and, you know, I'm throwing lobs to Williams or kicking it driving kicking it out to the two all-star wings I have, that I was never on board with the Beal thing because I think he's too similar to Tatum's game and Tatum's better. Mm. I just didn't think he, nothing about it matched. It's absolutely not what they need. No, it'd just be like having an all-star team. Right. An all-star team that no one's facilitating because then (laughs) it would legit be my turn, your turn, your turn. Except they're adding a guy to do that. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I'm not as hardcore on the trade smart thing as I was, but I, we'll see. There's no way they trade him at this point, especially no. if they win a round or two. No, Andy's definitely a Stevens guy. Brad Stevens yeah. loves him. Okay, so I think we both agree that the Bucks are the team we're most scared of. Mm. And if you don't have a healthy Rob Williams, we're terrified of what Embiid would do. Yeah. I mean, we're just kind of glossing over the nets, but. Yeah, but 
I don't know. The Nets aren't that good, Tim. They're in 10th place. Yeah, but you still don't want to see Durant and Kyrie no. for a series. No. The Durant, if the Nets were sitting in a position where the Celtics, and I mean they very well could play them in some sort of round, I just don't want to see him multiple games in a row. But they, the Bucks are a better team. Yeah. Well, the Nets don't have anybody else. Right. You know, it's Durant and Kyrie, and do they still have Joe Harris? He might be hurt. I don't know. He's else. hurt. Seth Curry's hurt now. It's just Patty Mills, I heard on a podcast, is averaging, I think, one point. Or six good. points. Six points and one rebound since the All-Star break. So they're just, I don't know. I understand the logic of, like, Kevin Durant is incredible and on any given night can be the best player in basketball. In most nights he is. But I, the team as a whole, just doesn't really scare me anymore. Yeah. All right. And then the last thing I want to talk about is there is so much. I understand where we live and everything. There's so much talk about awards right now. What do you, do you have any, what are your thoughts on where everyone will kind of end up if anyone will get them? So first let's Um, start with Tatum. All right. I mean, I think he'll be second team All NBA. Yeah, I I, I would uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he was first. Didn't he lose um, like twenty million because he didn't get on it last year? On, it was either last year or two years ago, but they wasn't worth last didn't year. Deserve he, it. I don't know if he yeah, but I wouldn't be shocked if the forwards were. Giannis and Tatum because Jokic and Embiid are both centers. So that's, and then Durant's the only other one that would be up there. Yeah, but he was hurt too. Um, he was hurt and they're in 10th place. And if the DeRozan end up, DeRozan, he just had a hot streak the, in the middle of the, the season. The Bulls fell off. If the Celtics um, end up with the two seed, it's kind of hard not to put Tatum as, a first-team All-NBA forward. No one really on – you're not going to put LeBron. He's missed a ton of games. Even though he's going to win the scoring title, I think he'll he'll play the amount of games he needs to get the scoring title. But I can't think of another forward because you can't cheat Jokic and Embiid. You can cheat. You could put right, one of them no. as a power forward. Right, but not. I don't think a lot of people do that. And then I guess you'll put Luka as a forward, I mean as a guard, because he brings the ball up. You wouldn't put him as a, a forward, even though he's massive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he could squeak up. I mean, he's definitely second team. Yes, second team at the worst, um, which is really, really good. And then I Brown. also think – But oh, I was going to say – Tatum will get down ballot MVP votes. He'll be like fifth or sixth, which is fair. Yeah, you can, no one can crack Jokic and Bead and Giannis right now as the top three, and then you got to figure Luca and Booker. Yeah, and the Celtics sucked for two months. Right. You, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
If he did this the whole year, then you'd, he'd be a legit contender. Um, and then I don't think he won't get anything on the defensive side of stuff. No. Um, Brown, I don't think gets anything. He might get 13 defense. Do they go that far on defense? I didn't even know. Or maybe it's only two. I think it's two. Then, yeah, he won't get anything. No. So the other one that everyone is talking about is Smart. Defensive player of the year. He's the betting favorite right now. Really? I don't know. I don't think he will, but it wouldn't shock me if there's, like, this huge momentum of people coming out saying, like, what? Why hasn't a guard won it since 1996? A guard hasn't won it since Jordan. Is that true? Yes. Marcus Smart did a big tweet the other day where he was like, life in 1996, and he listed all the stuff that was like going on and said, what else was happening here? And that was the last time a guard won Defensive hmm. Player of the Year. Wow, that seems like a long time. Yeah, Tim. 28 years. You were five years old. Yeah. Stone Cold was just coming into his prime. Life was good. He was like stunning Steve then. I said just coming into his prime. Anyways. So 97. I... Huh? 1997. I didn't took... say 97. Uh... I know. I'm just saying. I, I don't I know. Mean, if... I mean, I could see. I guess I could see it. He just, I don't think he... I think their team defense is so good that I don't think you can just be like Marcus Smart. He's not locking anybody up. That's what the defense, you know, if you're a guard, you have to be able to take away their best guard. Yeah, I think what they're kind of getting at is he does so many, like, he does get ridiculous steals. He does make deflections, and he's, like, active in a pest. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I wouldn't be surprised if the voters are just sick of Rudy Gobert and they're like, you do this every year, but you know what? Your team ends up sucking. You guys win 48 games, 52 games, and you don't do anything. We're sick of the whole funnel it to Rudy Gobert at the rim shit. And he's won two in a row, I think. Or at least two just in general. And then... I don't know. You have who else? Giannis. Giannis is around. Mikael Bridges, Rudy Go. Uh, I said Rudy Gobert, um, Jaron Jackson Jr. All these guys. I don't know. It's it's hard I to tell because nobody's like blowing anybody away. So that's the only chance that Smart has. The other guy on there is Bam, but he was hurt for a lot of the year. I'm surprised Williams didn't get any. Maybe if he didn't get hurt. Well, right now, according to Caesar's Sportbook, Robert Williams is plus 4,000 to win. So he was in there, but then he got hurt. So I don't know. I, w- I would actually say I'd be surprised if he won it. If Smart won it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be surprised too. I know earlier I said I w- if – if there was like a campaign, that's what that's the route it would have to be is like people coming out saying it. He'd need like Jimmy Butler or 
yeah, other you players. know, people to come out and be like, yeah, you don't know what it's like to go up against him. You need that kind of stuff. Yeah. But people will put in their votes on, I think, the season ends Sunday, so Monday. That I don't know. There's, you can't really campaign after the season because they just vote on Monday, I think. Yeah. Also, they weren't good for two months. They, a, they're going to yeah. look at the, that. Right. But if you're if Bam Adebayo is the second highest rated person in like to bet right now, he was hurt for a bunch of the first half of the year. So I don't know. I don't know what they look at. Yeah. Give us a vote. I'll vote. I won't vote for Marcus Smart. All right, and then the last one, and then we can go. Udoka, if they got the one seed, I would have liked it, but right now I have them behind Monty Williams and the Memphis coach's name slips my mind. Give me a second. Uh, Taylor Jenkins. Those two guys are one-two to me. I would say Udoka's two. Over that – damn, the Grizzlies were nasty this year. So were the Celtics in the second half. Yeah, great turnaround. I agree completely. Um, and I think that was a lot of coaching. Totally. He coached his ass off. I just think Memphis will end up with more wins. They were a super young team, but it none of it matters because the Suns have 62 wins right now. They're, it's going to be Monty Williams. Yeah. Like, they Which... didn't have the – Hangover. They didn't have the finals loss hangover. They came out and kicked everyone's ass all year. And they still were winning when Paul got hurt. Right. So I think I would love to see Udoka get second place. I'd love to see him win it. I just don't know if he will. I think Monty Williams, I think they'll just give it to him because they were so far and away better than everyone during the regular season. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, but I think I'll get second place if there's a second place. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up the two seed. People really start talking about it, and maybe I'll get more votes because they're like, what he did after January 6th was crazy. Mm. So, all right, anything to add at the end here? No, I think I'm good, you know, ready for the playoffs to start. I know, I'm kind of like... Ready for last the draft. Two, these last two... Wednesday and Thursday are going to drag just like with the games. It's like, okay, I will, yeah. Seating's Why is the great. game on Sunday uh, the time to be decided? Because I think they're just like. Oh, playoff stuff? Yeah, if, if there's a seeding thing, which who knows, they'll maybe put it at like 3 o'clock. Otherwise, it'll be like a 1 o'clock game on Comcast yeah. instead of 3 o'clock on ABC. But, you know, Tim uh, – it is Monday, April 4th right now, and the Red Sox start on Thursday. So it's a, it's a great week. It's a good week. But I'll let you go. I know you have to get up bright and early for work, and I'll, uh, I'll talk to you at some point. All right. All right. Bye, Tim. Bye.